0: You're listening to SB Nation at the Super Bowl. We are pleased to be joined now on Radio Row in Miami by the queen of Minnesota, uh, the queen of all things Vikings, of all things, really all things, Alexa Score. Alexa, thank you for taking time out of your very busy schedule to join us.
1: Thanks for having me. I think I'm going to use that title. I'm going to take that and run with it. Put it in your Twitter bio, because,
0: again, you have your hands, in. I don't think cookie jars is the right way to put it. You have them in, like, cookie cases. Um, you do work for everyone, except ESPN, apparently. So many people work <laughs> for that app. Uh, well, not yet. That's not right. Yet. <laughs> um, so... What is – I'll be honest. I was at the Super Bowl in Minnesota, and being in Miami is a lot nicer.
1: It is a little bit easier uh, to manage, I would say. Um, It was just – and, I mean, right now it's like 28 degrees in Minneapolis. When I left, it was like balmy. But during the Super Bowl, it was like negative 10. That's a 40-degree swing. It was – Brutal.
0: Yeah, when it was, like, 9 degrees, I was like, okay, this is really cold. And then it hit, like, negative 5, and I was like, there's no difference. Like, it's just cold. I mean... It's,
1: it's so cold, but, like, your skin freezes faster. That's a thing. Like, right. your skin freezes faster outside. And so, for, like, outdoor activations and stuff, I mean just so brutal
0: so one thing that everybody told us when we were there is we had to have a juicy lucy is that like a, a weekly routine for you or
1: <laughs> it's not weekly but it's definitely a staple the juicy lucy was um invented if you will in minneapolis at matt's bar so yes a juicy lucy is a must like if you come into town it's kind of like a rite of passage
0: can you tell us what it is yeah i, I so know but tell everybody else. for sure
1: for those who don't know um it is a burger patty this is you know very uh intricate process it's a burger patty with cheese stuffed in the middle of it Mm -hmm. versus on top which changes the game
0: and we have to be careful that's what we were told like you can't like they can't bring it to you and you bite into it right away because the cheese is like boiling hot
1: correct yes that's like a beginner's mistake for sure um but you it's a fast learning curve
0: so you are a former professional wakeboarder any wakeboarding in minnesota
1: yeah, really. Uh, for three months of the year, yeah, we've got. Uh, <laughs> but the water's
0: got to be like freezing
1: stuff. <laughs> it's still pretty cold. Yeah. But the great thing is when it freezes. I mean, it's clean. the The lakes are crystal clear. Um, but yeah, for three months of the year, I mean, we take advantage. Us Minnesotans, people are calling off work. The sun's out. Like, go home. Get on the lake. Get out there. You're tubing at six a.m. You know, it's it's intense. But you know, I was just talking to someone else. I was ice fishing last week, and of I drove my Silverado out on the lake. The lake that I'm on in the summer, wakeboarding on. So it's kind of funny. I mean, you know, half the year it's frozen and... And you got those three months. You got to take advantage.
0: I feel like you should drive a Wave Runner instead of uh, <laughs> right? a Silverado. Maybe like
1: yeah, trailer it out there. Yeah, yeah trailer out a pontoon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like, don't know what a pontoon is. That.
0: I'm be honest. So I'm from South Texas. So I feel like I should know this, um, but I don't. So it's a little embarrassing. There
1: is a lot of water sports in Texas. Believe it or not, there are. But pontoons, I think, are very, very Midwestern. My parents have oh, yeah. had one for as long as I can remember. What is remember. it? What's a pontoon? It's it. like a flat decked boat, essentially. Yeah. Like a it's kayak. On, no, no, no! Like it's a it's a big like a, boat. You can it's fit. a floating living room. Yes, it is. That's okay. a great way to describe it. <laughs> like a dock so,
0: that moves. Yeah. If
1: you want to go yes. out on the lake and you want to stay there all day, you take the pontoon out. You load up your coolers. You have a great time. It's okay. Party-guard. Yeah.
0: So, Alexa, you do a lot of work for Vikings.com. Um, I cover the Cowboys, and there was a lot of thought that Mike Zimmer had. Things not gone well in New Orleans could have been fired and ended up as a Dallas Cowboys head coach. What is the uh, temperature it's cold obviously but like what is the temperature (laughs) of of the vikings
1: um i would say it's warmer than the weather um you know morale is kind of in a weird space right now i feel like this past year you know the team and the fan base really finally adopted the kirk cousins thing and like like okay okay yeah this is gonna work okay we can get behind this he's our guy um and you know the fans really do love mike zimmer like they love him win or lose um So as far as the fans are concerned, I mean, everyone's on Zimmer's team. It's obviously never great for morale to to lose in the way we did and go out the way we did. But um, as far as the fans are concerned, he's still our guy. Um, I don't think there was a ton of doubt in the fans' eyes.
0: Do you think the Kirk thing is embraced or is it sort of... Well, you know, we've been together this long. Uh, <laughs> Might as well just get married. Yeah, we we, we already we've already we, we've lived together. Yeah, it, exactly. it, I don't I don't see any huge issues. I I can live. Is that because it kind of feels like that?
1: Ah, uh, you know, it's like I I think the honestly the problem was that everyone was so in love with Case Keenum. I think that's yeah. the problem. It's not. There's nothing wrong with Kirk Cousins. He's great. It's like we as a fan base were just like Kirk Cousins was our or. Case Keenum was our best friend. Like people were shoveling his driveway. He'd come home from practice and there'd be like cookies on his doorstep, like very Minnesota stuff. But he was like, you know, everyone's best friend. And so when Kirk came in, it was like this replacement, this really fabulous, phenomenal replacement, but it's like, but case, you know? So it was, it was less about him and more about like, you know, just changing it up that quick after such an emotional season. Um, So, to answer your question, I mean, it's probably a little bit of both. I think everyone's warming up to him, like, okay, he's our guy. You know, let's embrace him as part of the family, but also, like, okay, well, he's here, so let's do it. You know, like, let's take advantage and let's, you know, make use of this great player that we have and, you know... Try to make the best of it.
0: I find it interesting that there would be this love affair with Case. It's you know, it's not like this guy that was there. It's like like the Vikings and their fans went to like summer camp and, and you had that like two weeks yeah. where you were like <laughs> in love and every day and so you come back home and it's like I mean, I mean, you know, a long time ago, you're not, like, texting. You're, like, writing each other on MySpace and stuff. Yeah. And, and, and now it's, like, this isn't the same. You know, like, my third period English class is not filled with the same person. It's it's different.
1: Right. Exactly. And what's crazy is everyone was in love with Teddy Bridgewater, too. So it's yeah. not, like, we were just uh, yeah. lonely. Well, they
0: went to right. summer camp, yeah. got over <laughs> it, and found Case.
1: Well, I mean, it was kind of, like, all right, you know, like, we love Teddy Bridgewater, but he, like, moved schools. You know oh, what I mean? Wow. Like, he had Bro, to go. That's a great way <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we fell in love fast with Case mm-hmm. Keenum. So, it is kind of crazy, you know, how fast that happened, but it was just there. The sparks were there. There was no denying it, like, very evident from the beginning.
0: You know, I feel like um, outsiders wouldn't consider the Vikings to be a team with drama. And the Stefan Diggs, Adam Thielen stuff was very, very weird. Had you, is that, is that unique for Minnesota?
1: Super unique. I mean, you know, I've, I've dealt with many athletes and been around many different teams and I can wholeheartedly say that the Minnesota Vikings are a very low drama organization with some incredible players. I mean, and I mean that in the most genuine way. Um, so it, it is a little strange because that drama wasn't even as far as NFL drama. Mm-hmm. Not that intense, right? Like, no. not that big of a deal. But it was very, it was a very awkward situation because we just don't deal with that. And that's not the way we roll. That's not the way the organization operates. So, yeah, it was a little strange. But definitely, there was nothing it, it didn't get blown out of control. It, it's emotions. I mean, it kind of is nice to be like, okay, these guys are emotional and they're passionate. Mm-hmm. Like, you do like to see that as well, right? Like, if you don't have any emotion, that's a problem as well. Right. So, Um, It's nice for there to be a little bit, a little fire, but I mean, it was all managed very well and nothing got out of control.
0: What do you anticipate for 2020? This this does have the feel of we're going into it, you know, like, like we're just going to redo this, you know, and that, that tends to not go over well and, and God forbid, but that's kind of the season for a team that the coach gets fired midway through, you know, and they, they have to smash the reset button early, but I mean, is there enough to kind of do this again?
1: Right. Well, that's, The concern, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, we've had this phenomenal mean defense for so long, but those guys, believe it or not, are getting older, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, you hate to say it, but, like, are they passing their prime? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, how long can you hang on to that and try to fix your offense when, hold on, we might have to start thinking about our defense now Mm because these guys might be, you know, aging out. Um, So it'll be really interesting because, like you said, you know, we are going to – do the whole offense around Kirk Cousins, and it feels like, well, we kind of did that this year. So, like you said, it is kind of just like a reset of last year, but, you know, any little thing could create a spark. Any little thing can create chemistry. So that's that's the hope is that we can find that, that right. one little thing that just, like, makes it all work.
0: You um Speaking of work, you've done work for a variety of places. I mean, again, literally, like, all 6,000 <laughs> channels on the DirecTV <laughs> Guide. Uh, what's the most unique thing you've ever done or covered?
1: The most unique thing I've ever done was... I was the first person. I wakeboarded in Alaska in front of a glacier on Travel Channel. Right so, on. like, was in the wilderness for six days without cell phone service or internet on a boat and wakeboarded in this the most remote place that you can get in the world um, in front of this calving glacier. Very unique.
0: Did you That's shred? Miracle. Or do you shred in wakeboarding? Is that, like, only a surfing thing?
1: No. Yeah, you shred. So, like, <laughs> I was actually, like, olling on to icebergs and, like, hitting them as, like, you would a rail. So that was, like... Super cool! <laughs> Please tell me that this segment is online so that we. Can yeah, it. it is. Um, Alaska, fire and ice. Okay, is of what course the, what it was called. Yeah, right. right. What else would it be called? Um, and that's on TravelChannel.com as well. Oh okay. yeah, the clip. What do you What do you,
0: uh, you watch on Netflix? What's going on? I mean, you know what?
1: Tell us. I for how much TV I do, I don't watch a ton of TV. I, this is going to sound so nerdy. I love reading the newspaper.
0: The, like the physical newspaper? Physical,
1: yeah. Yes. See, this is the question. I walk around with a newspaper and people are like, what is that? Like, like I've never seen anyone hold a newspaper. Like, people imagine I'm like, yep, that's what they look like. This is me. <laughs> like, this is how I get my niche and uh, this and Twitter. And I do the crossword every day. So, like, on Netflix, usually, like, factual-based stuff. Like, I like real-life stuff. Um, I love, I do love food shows. I love, like, super artsy food shows and history shows. And British baking of- show? About this, I've seen it. I'm not so much into like the the contest stuff as uh, I am like, um, like chef's table. Mm. Yes. Yeah, like yes. you're getting a cultured experience. Like I love talking about food and drink when it's like, yeah, I'm getting a history lesson too, or like a a lesson in culture, geography, even. Yeah. Um, so that type of stuff. Yeah, chef's tables. What's my the jam. best
0: thing you've eaten in Miami? Then.
1: Oh well, we just we just rolled in. Oh, okay. Like oh, wow. we rolled in late what last you, night. What are you
0: most looking forward to?
1: Yeah, so, well, my favorite restaurant in Miami is Joe's Stone Crab. Like, everyone's, you know, tried and true go-to. But, you know, you got to head down to South Beach and probably have a cocktail. That's probably what I'm looking forward to the most. Absolutely. (laughs) Nothing wrong with that, right? No. After the work is done. Of course. You get
0: your newspaper. Do you do the, like, licking the finger to, like, turn it over, like, all the way? You
1: know, I try not to get carried away. (laughs)
0: Okay.
1: But, I mean, it is dry in Minnesota. That's a good point. In Miami, I probably won't have to do that, but Minnesota, yes.
0: Well, AlexaScore on Twitter and on Instagram, at AlexaScore. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us. I hope you uh,
1: enjoy Joe's. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on.
0: Thank you.